Comparatively speaking to the macho man Randy Savage, you are nothing but garbage, yeah. Carefully you don't hurt your neck again going through those ropes. Austin 316 says I just whipped your ass. Welcome to episode 79, Boot to the Face Wrestling Podcast. I'm your host, Chris Rucker, with Marty Vasquez. Marty, after a long night of recording the watch-along for WCW Uncensored 97's main event, how you feeling? I am feeling fantastic. Um, I am not hungover. Yes, <laughs> Marty did show up. Um, tired as fuck, did not sleep good at all. Um, fucking woke up like at 2.30, I'm like, fuck, I can't go back to sleep. Uh, it's funny though, we, we talked like two hours last night, the match was 30 minutes, but the rest of our show was, was almost as long as Michael Buffer's entrance into the match. <laughs> Michael Buffer had more screen time last night than any fucking ring announcer. He had more screen time, he had more ring time than fucking Scott Steiner. Scott Steiner was in and out of that motherfucker, wasn't he? He was in that shit faster than fucking Santino Morella. <laughs> so if you don't know what we're talking about, go back and watch the main event of Uncensored and watch it with us. We did a watch along on the last episode, episode 78 of Boot to the Face. This is episode 79. Marty, can you tell everybody where to find us? Marty, you're on mute. You can we're leaving find that. It. We're leaving that in too. I'm not going back and editing that. Oh show. man, you know I pressed the button too. Apparently, I just didn't press it hard enough. Uh, you can find us on Twitter and Instagram. Our Twitter is boot to the face uh, with the number two, so boot to the face, and then our Instagram is the same plus underscore, so boot to the face underscore. Um, you can also find us on fullpresscoverage.com/slash pro wrestling. Uh, all our episodes are up there as well. And then you can find us anywhere you find your podcasting listening needs. Uh, iTunes, Google Play, Spreaker, Spotify, iHeartRadio. Uh, I feel like there's one more I'm missing. You're missing a bunch. Like, we're on a lot of shit. Uh, if you fi- if you could download a podcast, we're probably on that app. Um, but yeah. those are the ones right there. And again, like I, I mentioned in the last episode, if you don't mind, you listen to us. If you listen to us consistently, um, please give us a review. Give us a five-star rating, whatever it is. Um, just helps put us up there where other people see us when they pull up wrestling podcasts or podcasts in general. Um, the more likes and reviews you get, the higher the algorithm lifts you so that you get more eyes on your show. So we do appreciate it if you listen to us consistently. We hope you like it. If you don't, then tell us you don't like it and still give us a, a review. Um, sometimes even a bad review gets your name out there. It makes it look like we're not faking that shit and adding the shit on there. Um, but yeah, if you don't mind, leave us a review, follow us, tweet us, re, re share our stuff. Um, let your friends, and this is wrestling bar talk radio. And shout out to Peteopolis because he, his name was drugged through the mud last night on the last episode by, was it by me or by you? It, it I can't was, remember. It, I think I had a moment in there, <laughs> but it was started, carried and finished by you. Oh my God. And I, I saw the post and I, he, here's the thing. When it comes to, to comments, whether it's Ric Flair, Petopolis, or whatever it might be, 
I know that every damn time something's posted or mentioned, the thought is immediately that I'm the one talking shit. And I'm well, the one that, usually and are. I'm the one that gets the bad rap for it. When in theory, majority of the time, it's your ass antagonizing me or bringing that shit up or making that snide remark. And yet, I'm the one that gets thrown in the mud all the time for that shit. So you're just going to blame it all on me. No, no. Like. I'm saying that <laughs> I do. I do. Um, some of it is warranted. Um, however, I ain't the only one to talk shit about it. Look, I'm just saying. I'm just trying to make it to where when you and Pete finally are in the same room, we get an I quit match at it too. Well, he already mentioned to um, the Mouse Smack Talk account, he told them that. When he does see me in person, he's going to give me a wound and a slap to the chest, or a chop to the chest, um, a la Ric Flair style. So, apparently, Ric Flair, or Petopolis, is coming at me when I see him live. So, Pete, WrestleMania 37, Los Angeles, will be here. Will you? Well, hopefully, I just gave him the Rock Cena challenge and gave him a year ahead time. Notice, that shit's going down to L.A. Bring it, Pete. Hopefully, for your sake, he gives you more of a Charlotte Flair chop than a Ric Flair, because her chops ain't shit. <laughs> I said it. Best women's wrestler in the world. Get the fuck out of here. She ain't the best Who? women wrestler on the show. I can name ten women's wrestlers off the top of my head right now that are better than Charlotte, but I'm not going to do it, because we got other shit to talk about. Charlotte ain't worth the airtime. It's it's faster to list the people that she's That she as- is better than. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> Uh, yeah, I've seen Can't Hardly Wait. When he's like, uh, somebody. More like, nobody. Nobody. More, more like, nobody. Somebody's going to love me. <laughs> That's Charlotte. And then uh, you come in. More like, nobody. That's a meme. Uh, um, let's get to some what? news. There's a lot oh, of news damn, breaking I'm this week. I'm going to have to make that shit. Post that up today. A lot of news breaking this week, starting with. WrestleMania announcing that fans won't be there because it is fucking COVID-19. We're all quarantined. It's like day eight and WrestleMania is not happening in front of people. They're going to have it at the performance center and another location. It's going to be a two night event. They're starting the recordings this week. I believe they're recording episodes for raw today and Wednesday and Thursday. They're recording WrestleMania. So first off, how do you feel about, not going to WrestleMania because we got tickets. And secondly, how do you feel about people that are going to be trying to post spoilers? <clears throat> Dave Meltzer, you little bitch, about WrestleMania and how hard is it going to be for you to avoid those spoilers? Um, Three-part question. <clears throat> One, I'm irritated and frustrated and pissed because I wanted to be there. Now, the cool thing is I can say that, you know, the, we're, we're, we got tickets to the WrestleMania that never was. Um, it sucks because that was a we were looking forward to this. I know you were like at the beginning, a bunch of matches that were gonna not give you anything, and it looked like it was gonna be a shitty card for you to watch because all your all your wrestling fan or all the wrestlers you liked probably gonna lose. Um, although that changed over time, uh, it just as far as the taping and. There's going to be so many people that are going to try to spoil this shit because it's WWE. Yeah, if it was anybody else, they would leave that shit go. Uh, Like, New Japan, dude. Like, New Japan airs literally 17 hours before anybody gets up. 
you know, like, it, or not 17 hours before it gets up, but, like, Japan's 17 hours ahead of us, so, like, by the time they post it, people are, they're live, people are asleep, and people watch the next day, don't nobody really post that shit or what's going on, yeah, there's people that, that live tweet it and stuff like that, but you don't see spoilers for New Japan, Ring of Honor is taped ahead of time, you don't see spoilers for that, AEW, they have they have staff on them. You know there's people that are fucking knowing what's going on there, and they don't share that shit. But when it comes to WWE, people get a fucking hard-on for sharing what they know. You know what? Back the fuck up. Go back 20 years, and let us enjoy that shit. Like, why do you have to be the one that ruins shit? I really don't care. It, it's fucking stupid. Let it be. Let us enjoy it. Let us be wrestling fans. You are what's ruining wrestling. Um, <clears throat> not, the, not the organizations. Not the wrestlers. Not the matches. Not the promos. You spoiling shit because you're taking the surprise, the intrigue, the interest, the entertainment. You're taking away my moment to be emotionally tied into the event and the match, and you're fucking it up. Now, as far as um, not being able to avoid it or anything like that, I'm okay with it. I can absolutely avoid it. Um, when it comes down to it, you're the one that's on our social media more than I am, uh, at least on um, Twitter. I can... I have no problem staying away from Twitter if I need to be, uh, so it's not too bad. That being said, I mean, I went literally the entire eight months and didn't see a single spoiler for Star Wars. Uh, I didn't see a single trailer for it. Um, it sucks. It's hard, but I did it. Um, I can do it for WrestleMania a week. I can absolutely do that. I'm not going to say I'm not going to be on social media, but I, for as far as spoiling, um, I, I tend to find it pretty easy for myself to slip by it so I don't get ruined too much um, by it. But, uh, yeah, when it comes down to it, biggest we talked about it multiple times. Fuck Baron Corbin. Fuck MJF. Biggest heel of 2020, COVID-19. <laughs> Fucking everything up. But, actually, I, I believe it's in the running for the biggest baby face because COVID-19 was the first actual entity to stop motherfuckers from chanting what when Stone Cold Steve Austin's in the arena. So, it started out as a heel. He turned babyface like a motherfucker. It was a double turn. Yeah, but then it gave us bullshit-ass Byron Saxon. I like Byron. What are you I hating know. on Byron Saxon? Fuck Byron. Byron had the best call at WrestleMania in years last year when Kofi won the title. Yeah, they gave him a fucking alley-oop. It wasn't they, fuck, a- they soft-pitched that bitch, and he fucking... There's no, if he didn't, hold on. There was three other people commentating. I didn't. Hear, I didn't hear them knocking it out of the park. Are you telling me that they didn't let let Byron have that moment? Would you, they absolutely. When you see stuff moment. going down, you step aside. You shut the hell up. That's exactly. What I happened. do it all the time. I They've, do it all the time for you. When you start going on your little rants, I just back up and sit back and listen. I, just, I wouldn't call it lobbing it over the plate. I call it stepping aside and letting you do your thing. Okay, so do your thing. Byron Sexton doesn't have a thing he does. He sucks. But that moment was fantastic. I will say that, yes. But it wasn't him doing his thing. He was in the moment and he had a great moment. You know, it's just, it wasn't... If you listen to any other call that Byron Sexton makes, and it's not even as We're not close talking to about that, though. We're I'm just saying. that one. Hold on. And I gave him credit for that one, and now I'm taking the credit for all the bullshit he does do and doesn't do and doesn't say. That Byron one Sexton, hit wonder outweighs all the bullshit. He is. Wow, really? Yeah. Really? Yeah, really. Okay. That one hit wonder puts him 
in another stratosphere with how good that call was. You talked about but, on our last episode how much Adam Sandler sucks. I did say that, didn't I? Byron Sexton, in your I mean, eyes, I'm gonna. I don't. I don't agree with it. Byron Sexton is the Adam Sandler of the commentating world for you because I. Why well, are you just sucks. gonna say you for me? No, that's you. I think he sucks. That's what? you. And you can't just say that's and for you me. think Sandler sucks, and that's you. I do think Adam. I think Adam Sandler's overrated. I'm. I'm not a fan. Overrated. He's not overrated. He's not getting awards. He's not being highly regarded. Adam. He Sandler, doesn't have to get awards. He got people like you that just stroke his balls all day, every day about how great he is. That's all I hear. But Adam Sandler. Adam Sandler. Adam Sandler. Adam Sandler's garbage. Have you listened to He's, his comedy? Like not his movies, but his actual comedy, his comedy albums, his comedy yeah, his little stand-up. Jewish song that he sings. Not, not just funny. not the fucking chant, not that song. He's got an entire album, like entire albums of comedy out bits, and they're fucking amazing. Adam Sandler was like the Charlotte Flair of comedy. That's not just get, hold on. Adam Sandler just isn't an actor. <laughs> all the great shows we get are also from Adam Sandler, like the Goldbergs. Fucking Sandler's behind that shit. You never know that? watched it. You're a fuck. I've never seen the Goldbergs. I, I'm not talking about his production and stuff like that. Like I know he does a lot of producing and writing and all that stuff. I'm just talking about Sandler movies in general. I don't like Uncut Gems, amazing. Rain Trash. over me, Rain over me with Don Cheadle, amazing. Uncut Gems, more like uncut garbage. <laughs> Shit was trash. Ah, uh, this motherfucker. Anyways, Byron Saxton sucks on the mic. Had a great call. Don't take that it out it. on Byron because Adam Sandler's garbage. You leave Anyways. Byron out of this. This is Adam Sandler we're talking. Anyways. About. His segment with Austin, he should have got five more stunners because of his shitty ass shit. Like, oh, oh is, I see what this is. is. He I, is I one see. of the worst. He's he's bottom two for the only. You know what? I'll put it this way: the only commentator for WWE who's worse than him, Jimmy the King Lawler. I see what this is. That Stone Cold segment was trash, and you got to find somebody to blame, but you don't want to blame your hero, Steve Austin, so you blame it on Byron Saxon. That's what that is. Oh, you, really? Stone Cold, his, couldn't, his Stone Cold couldn't. Yeah! Was fantastic. Uh, I Holy laughed shit. so hard when he did that. He, he hell yeah so hard he messed his suit up. Why well, his suit was fucked up already. I'm mean, telling me the dude can't get suits that fucking fit. Was he waiting for a flood? It's coronavirus, not the fucking flood. Come on, man. Byron Saxon to kick your ass. How about that? Byron Saxon can bring that shit. I'll fucking take his ass out before I take out Pete. You better go watch some of Byron Saxon's old matches. Byron Saxon beat your motherfucking ass you run up on him. Are they the same? He was, he was dating Nia Jax for a while. You think that some bitch ain't tough? It's Nia Jax because cause she fucking, you know, was owning that bitch. Like, that's basically what it is. She so WrestleMania is, is not canceled. It's It's quarantined uh we all get refunds coming back i'd be glad when it refunds start hit i got so many refunds coming back ticket master and must Stub be nice Hub and all that must be nice i'll paypal you yours chill out i'm talking about all the other shit oh well you didn't buy any so what does it matter no i'm talking about southwest i'm talking about fucking hotels they'll give you a refund i'm still waiting to hear back they're fucking running around no southwest doesn't give you refunds they just fucking give you credit you you fly a lot though, so I haven't flown. Not... I haven't flown in like over. The last time I flew was to New York last year, but now I have to fly somewhere. So maybe I will be going to Boston. You'll probably Fucking... be going to Disney World. I ain't going to Disney World anytime soon. SummerSlam. 
That's what I'm saying. Boston, man. I must be fucking singing Dropkick Murphys all the way there. No, you'll be singing Sasha Banks' theme song the whole ride there. Oh, man. How long is that flight? You could watch, like, the best 10 Sasha Banks matches on the flight. There's not even 10 matches to watch. Okay, now you now you're just being ridiculous. Okay, hold on. Ten best matches. I mean, if you, I mean, yeah, you could pick. There's, you know, trash is trash. You can always pick the ten smelliest pieces of trash. She's got like three good matches. Does she not? We're gonna Does move right along. Um, let's go to Bailey the next Sasha, topic. Ronda Sasha, Becky Sasha, maybe one Charlotte Sasha match, maybe. First off, both of the women elimination chamber matches she was the MVP of. Both of them. When she was hurt and her shoulder was messed up in that first one, she was trying to get the bank statement on your I'll girl. Tell you the, I'll tell and you she the couldn't, MVP. And she couldn't hook it in. And I'll she tell had you to use her leg. The first elimination chamber match was God's greatest creation. Yeah, tapping out. Um, Never mind. Speaking of trash, let's talk about Braun Strowman. <laughs> Okay, let's talk. So your boy, Braun, says that, you know, Evil Uno made a comment about uh, Patreon and stuff like that. And a lot of these indie wrestlers are trying to find other streams of income because they're not working right now, which makes sense. Like a lot of people in the country aren't working right now. And a lot of people are trying to find streams of income. Hence your president saying that he's going to give everybody a stimulus check. I don't know when that's supposed to hit, but... So some people weeks. some people are still working like me and you some people aren't some people are getting paid some people aren't Braun decides to say that if you're a wrestler basically I'm, I'm gonna paraphrase this I'll read the whole fucking comment okay go ahead no, go ahead I don't have it I read it earlier but I don't have it on me well basically he's saying if you're a wrestler and you have to beg people to donate money to you then you should find another line of work and he he started out as a strong man and wasn't making any money and decided to change his life and ended up getting signed by the WWE because of hard work and all this other bullshit. And me and you were kind of talking about this before we started recording, and you had a thought on it, and so did I. So let's go ahead. So along to kind of go with that, he never really called anybody out for saying you had to start a Patreon or anything like that. Um, what he said was, if you're not being able, if you're not able to support yourself and you have, then you need to find a different kind of income. Doesn't mean you can't wrestle, but in the time being, maybe try to find some different, there's other people in the country who aren't working right now, who are trying to find another part of income. There's grocery stores that are hiring part time or positions, right? Temporary positions because they need staffing and because people need jobs. There's all he said was that if you need, if you're not making things meet. And you need a more social income, then work hard and get a different job. Like if that's the case, he talked about how he was in strong, in strong man, but he wasn't making his bills, so he quit and found something different. And he literally started. He left Florida, was working small things, went to Florida in his car with no money, and worked his way to get to where he got signed and get where he was. There's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with saying that you should get look for other income if that's the case. Now. Do I say it's is it a bad thing that people are using Patreon and stuff like that to get other social income? No, we've talked about this in the past. We've had multiple episodes about it. Do what you gotta do to make your get make your income. But you know, if if you're doing stuff like that, you, you know, it's his comments of I'm gonna get people to pay my bills for me. Let's be honest, 
a lot of people using those kind of accounts are just using it to get paid, get their shit paid for without doing any work. Let's be honest there. He's he's not wrong by that. Now, is he wrong for shitting on anybody? Absolutely. But he never called out indie wrestling specifically. He never called out any specific wrestlers. He just said that he if- literally commented on an indie. Well, I guess Evil Uno is not an indie wrestler, but it was literally on a wrestler's thing about their Patreon. Well, he was okay. talking so shit Ivona, about Evil that Ona. wrestler and mm-hmm. other wrestlers. Hold well, on, no. Evil Ono has an it has a job. Evil Ono is on TV. Evil Ono is still getting paid by Tony Khan. I don't think they are. Why aren't they? He was on TV. Braun claims he's, on TV he's and not getting paid. Braun claims that he's not getting paid through the quarantine. Well, his That's ass has been on TV. Well, but then again, the fucking WWE hasn't put anybody on TV. Okay, so here here's the actual quote. Evil Uno posted, you know, about his Patreon, and Braun comments, Here we go with more of the somebody pay my bill stuff. If you can't afford to pay your bills, maybe you should change professions. That's why I quit Strongman. I loved it, and I couldn't afford to live, so instead of making a GoFundMe or a Patreon wanting someone else to take care of me, I went out and worked harder than I ever have in my life to get where I am. What happened to being accountable for your own actions? And let me tell you why this bullshit. That last the part timing. Is bullshit. That last part is The bullshit. timing. The timing of it is bullshit. I don't know if he knows this or not. There's a fucking worldwide pandemic going on. Like, a lot of people are out of work right now, not able to pay their bills. I mean, are wrestlers coming out saying, hey, buy my t-shirts, I could use your... Yeah, but they live off that stuff. Braun wouldn't know that because he was never an indie wrestler. You know what happened to Braun? He was in a strongman competition, and the world's strongest man, Mark Henry, noticed him, introduced him to the WWE, and he immediately went from strongman to WWE. Miss me with that all worked hard and pulled myself up with my bootstraps bullshit. You got noticed by an Olympian. You got noticed by a Hall of Famer, which made you get noticed by WWE. Did he have to work hard for strongman and shit like that? Yeah. I mean, the dude's big. But you are basically have a job where you're making a million dollars a year because you're big as fuck. Not everybody can just wake up and be big as shit like Braun Strowman. So how about a little sensitivity and tact and feeling, you know, some kind of way about people during a worldwide epidemic instead of running your mouth being a jackass because that's pretty much what he was he's so pretty much to, being a jackass premise this law as well empathy <clears throat> empathy is the word that let's, he's let's not let's not put behind the fact that you can't stand brian Strowman in the first place that's got nothing to do with it, it hold on hold on hold on it does got a little bit of fuel to the fire no that's got yes. nothing to do with it no because I have I, timing I on it is I don't wrong. know the guy. I don't know the guy personally. Like I just don't like him in the ring. Well, but I do know he's fucking shit up because if he's not getting paid, he's not on TV. And hey, man, Camille ain't with there on his side, so I'm just saying he's fucking up somewhere. I think he's doing all right in that department. I would imagine with all that money he's got, you know what I mean? Since <laughs> he since he works so hard, like just the timing of it is stupid, man. Like some people just can't help themselves. It's like you. All right, so we've been watching wrestling for years, like since we were both kids, right? And when we were kids, there was no social media. Wrestlers couldn't say all this extra shit they say, which you didn't see on TV. Because let's be honest, honest, if it was back then, half our favorite wrestlers would be the biggest pieces of shits out there. Exactly, and that's the point I'm getting to. It's like you try so hard now to like these people, and they always just basically, eventually, all your favorites are going to tell you to go fuck yourselves in one way or another. 
So if you were a Braun Strowman fan before yesterday, you probably weren't. If you were a Tessa Blanchard fan before a couple months ago, you probably weren't. You were the biggest Hulk Hogan fan before a couple years ago. Like, the, the list just keeps on going. Like, they're just... I wish they would just shut the fuck up. It's free. It's free to just shut the fuck up. Doesn't cost anything. You know how many times I type out like a reply to somebody on some <laughs> stupid shit that they say, and then I just delete it and move you on with my life. Something? I so if you <clears throat> if you go back if you look through our drafts on Twitter, I've had to go back to and delete my shit because I literally type shit out. Different people, different shows, different wrestlers, <clears throat> and I just want to post something and I type it all out, hit the fucking the character limit, and I'm like, no, no, I'm gonna back out. And it says, do you want to say? And I'm like, no, no, let's cancel that because I don't even want you to see what I was about to send out on this shit. So I'm just gonna, I'm gonna go back into my hole and leave that shit out. It's not hard though. I mean, it's not. It's, it's not, not hard to read back over something and go. You know what? I probably shouldn't say this. Now, do but I think it the- was a dick comment to make? Yes. yes. Am I completely in disagreement with him? No. I mean, what the fuck are these people supposed to do though? They're indie wrestlers trying to make it to where he is. You can't just say, "Oh, well, you're not already here." Then go find. He a oh no, he's not an indie wrestler though. He was. He's on the second biggest brand in the U.S. Okay. And Braun wasn't just talking to him. He was talking about everybody. You think that was the first post that he saw like that? Hold on, though. But do you want to know something? There's there's a bunch of freaking insta hoes and shit out there that do the same thing. So that comment goes towards all of them as well. No, he was talking wrestlers. wrestlers. He wasn't I know, talking but, to them. Uh, okay. You're 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 putting everybody into the same category, and that's not what we're talking. Braun was talking to the. He was talking down to people below him. That's what he was doing. Braun never had to be an indie wrestler, so he doesn't fucking know the kind of stuff that they go through. Guess what? If he didn't make it to the WWE and he tried to go to ROH and shit like that, you know what he would be doing right now? Making a Patreon with him shooting fucking rifles and shit like that. Fair enough. Fair enough. Fuck the, Braun Strowman. I feel like oh, what did I see today? There's like a little group of his of, of like wrestlers. I feel it's like yeah, it's him, EC3, and Drake Maverick. That's what it is. It's the fucking yeah. weirdest fucking little pod right there. It's like if you have him and Drake Maverick have a baby, they spit out EC3. <laughs> it's like the perfect mix of three people right there. Oh, uh, that okay? Yep, yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> We had uh, a couple live shows this week, and to me, AEW put on the best visual show for everything. Like It was almost like they didn't miss a beat, even though the crowd wasn't there. And I will say this. They had the fortune of watching WWE fuck up the Friday beforehand, (laughs) and and Monday, and they were able to fix it by the time Wednesday rolled around. Like, having one of the smallest things they did was not having the wrestlers out there, but separating the heels and the baby faces on each side of the ring, I thought was a really good touch. And I just liked the show altogether. I didn't even watch NXT last Wednesday. I didn't. Um, but And that's the thing. Like, we talked about how they could they saw what was going on with WWE, and they are able to adjust. Yet, WWE saw SmackDown and did the same shit on Raw. Um, the AEW was able to give us dynamite a two-hour episode with new content. And WWE gave us an out. You know what? I watched the entire Raw in 30 minutes because of 
third of that show was fucking Royal Rumble. The Friday third of that show was Elimination Chamber from the week before. Um, it's just it's. I, we talked about this that yeah, some people can't travel. How the hell did everybody in AEW get down to Jacksonville? Tell me everybody made it to Jacksonville. I know some of them live close by there, Atlanta, Carolina, stuff like that. But they don't all live in the South. But they all made it to Jacksonville. The entire damn damn near the entire roster was there. Um, I don't know. It's the one thing that I felt in the difference was that they kind of blacked out like the and they do this all the time, but they blacked out the 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 empty seats where like WWE you they're like brightening that shit up. You see the bright lights over the blue empty chairs. Um but they're focusing it on the production on the wrestlers on the ramp, wrestlers in the ring. <clears throat> and the one big disconnect that WWE's having is that they're not letting them go out there and if they are they're not doing it properly. They're not going out there and adapting and adjusting the promos to fit the scenario. They're going out there and giving a promo as if the fans are still there. And that and on Friday night, like the first SmackDown they went like that, it was obvious that that's what was going on with the Bailey and Sasha promo, and that was fucking horrendous. Um, but then you see, and they, they keep doing that. They keep giving their promos as if they're going to give their promos to the fans, and it doesn't work. It comes to disconnect there. But they should be able to adjust and adapt on that to just talk to the camera or talk to each other. And that is where I, I feel like the, the Dynamite really excelled it stood up above the rest because the promos they spoke to the camera they spoke to each other and they changed and adjust the way they talked to to one yeah they may call out that nobody was there but you didn't feel like they were talking to an empty crowd you still felt like they were they were talking and cutting a promo to you to the to the superstars and to the camera and, and that's what the big difference was and that's why i think that that dynamite came off so well because of that we got uh, two major storyline developments on Dynamite with the debut of Brody Lee as the Exalted One. And Sammy and Guevara hitting on Brandy Rhodes, man. Big storyline <laughs> right there. And we got Matt Hardy Shoot debuting your shot. also. Do you think they should have held off until the pandemic is over for these two? <clears throat> or do you think they did well because nobody knows how long this shit's going to last and... They can't keep stretching the storyline out. I I think that they did what they had to do. Um, the Brody Lee one, I feel like that one they could have gone out a little bit further with that, especially since, um, that one it was it was too obvious. The fact that we all knew when Brody Lee's um, con or his ninety days was up. It was literally the day before, and all of a sudden we know that that's showing live. So it's it just lined up. If it was like another week or two, that would have been great. I think that would have built more to it. Had some promos with the Exalted One. I think that would have made the payoff even better. I don't think that that that, that one would have been as much of a pop live. Uh, I think just more buy into it. Now, Matt Hardy, I, I feel... that For what the reason why they did that one, I don't think that they could have pushed that one off. Just because of the fact that he's filling in for Nick Jackson in the in the elite versus inner circle, so that kind of had to be done. Because at the time of the of the of the broadcast, blood and guts was still happening, so they they kind of needed. It. Now they could have waited and let it happen the day of, but I think that that's why they went that route rather than waiting because they kind of needed to have him in the storyline for blood and guts. Um, 
unfortunately, to fall out of that, Blood and Guts has now been postponed. Um, so I, I, that's my thoughts on Brody Lee and Matt Hardy's reveals. I agree with you that Brody <clears throat> Lee probably wouldn't have got as big a reaction. But I think Vanguard 1 flying into the arena full of people while they're saying, you know, you don't have enough people on your team and we're going to make sure you sh- wash your hands and shut your ass, whatever the hell Jericho said. <laughs> and then Vanguard 1 flies in and lands in the ring. Like, I could just see the crowd going crazy for that shit. Oh, absolutely. 100%. Now, I'm not saying that they wouldn't have got the pop. That would have been in a fucking amazing pop. But moment. the reason, but oh, yeah, a moment. But the, the the reason why they did it, they didn't do it. They didn't pull the trigger too early on that, right? Because of what it was supposed to lead up to, right? And we're just you know Monday morning quarterback, and I'm just asking like, you know, I'm not saying what they did was wrong or right, but I'll, right. I'll ask you this because we talked about blood and guts, you know, being postponed because of indefinitely. Yeah, there won't be enough people, and because of the timing of everything. Do you think both these wrestling companies and other ones, because I've seen indie stuff, like there's a guy here in the South that's got a wrestling ring in his front yard, and they put on a show yesterday. Do you think people... Yeah, I knew you were looking for a house, but you already got one and put on matches? <laughs> yeah. The Cracker Rack's is... making his return? He is The Cracker ball, Rack so... is back! <laughs> so, but do you think <laughs> these wrestling companies, WWE, AEW, and the like... Are they sending a bad message because we're supposed to be doing social distancing? WWE just announced the fucking six-woman challenge for WrestleMania. So they're all going to be in the ring wrestling and fighting each other. Goldberg and Roman were pretty much kissing. That wasn't social distancing. Do you think they're sending a bad message? Like ignoring the fact that the world is telling you to stay away from people and they're still putting on events. Even though it's you know not as many people there. Indies, yes, I think that that's sending a bad message. And those smaller promotions, I get that they're doing what they have to do to survive. Uh, but that's sending a bad message. But I feel like <clears throat> the WWE, AEW, what they're doing, uh, I feel like they got the, the 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 resources to have people tested consistently. Um, I feel like they're in self-quarantine outside of the arena and outside of what they're doing. Um, I feel like they... I just from what they've done in the past, as far as what they've restricted people to do and like the limitations they put on people, um, I feel like they, like it's they're doing all that outside of the ring, and then they're only coming to the ring during those moments. Um, they're part of technically they're part of media, so they're allowed to be together. Um, so that that's kind of when it comes to social distancing and all that. I mean, there's certain things that have been given the okay to be nearby each other. When you got companies like those, I feel like they have the resources and the medical teams to consistently test people to make sure that nobody is getting tests or coming across it. If they are, it's being caught and, and either pushing aside or giving them out of there and putting them in a consistent, in an isolated quarantine or getting them away from everybody else. Um, as long as everybody, everyone that's involved doesn't have it, I don't see an issue with them being in the ring or having a six-pack challenge or a multi-tag team match or having them in, you know, a cage match with a bunch of, you know, five-on-five or whatever it is. I feel like if they're taking the precautions to protect everybody and ensure that everyone is safe, healthy, and doesn't have, hasn't contracted the, the virus, I feel like there's nothing more they, can, they need to worry about. Yeah, but the, <clears throat> the CDC is basically telling you to do the exact opposite of what they're doing in order to not spread it or contract it. So... 
you know, and as far as them testing each other and whatnot, where are they getting these tests from? Because everything I see on the news is saying we're short on these tests and Trump's got to sign an executive order and all this other shit to get more tests out there to people. They're telling you if you don't have multiple symptoms of it, not to go in and get tested to kind of stay at home. So how exactly are they testing? Where are they getting these tests from? And then you hear of stories of, uh, you know, younger people that have ailments, i.e. the story I read the other day, a guy had leukemia. He was 21 years old and died from this. There's a certain wrestler in the main event of one of these shows at WrestleMania that has leukemia. He's recovered from it twice. And he's basically putting his health and life on the line by still doing this stuff. So, yeah, we all want to see it. But to me, I think, you know, if it was if I was making the call, I would shut the shit down. Like, you got plenty of stuff you can put in that spot on TV until this stuff blows over to where you don't have to risk your wrestler's health. Vince is like 80 years old. Like, and you know, he's going to be there too. All these people are coming from around the country. They have to travel to get there. That are coming. I don't think they're all staying in Florida for the last two weeks. You know what I mean? Like all of them have families and shit like that. Is it worth it? And it's not just WWE. It's AEW also. Like, is it worth it for them to all risk their health to still do it? But then again, Guys like me and you, we still got to go to work every day. So if the company says you got to go to work, you got to go to work, I guess. I just, to me, I'm 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 conflicted with whether or not I think they're, I think they're absolutely sending a bad message, but I'm conflicted as to why exactly, if that makes any sense. Nope, that makes sense. Completely understandable. <clears throat> uh, but Blood and Guts is postponed. Uh, indefinitely, we don't know when it's going to take place. It was supposed to take place this week. Um, yeah, there. Uh, so basically, it's going to be postponed because they feel like it's meant to be in a big like observation, an arena with people there. Uh, obviously, a match like that, you absolutely need the pops and sounds to go with the match to make it. See, if you're just watching it with no nothing around, um, it doesn't give the payoff. And if you're gonna, you're not, you don't basically, you don't want to drop your load. Or blow your load if the payoff isn't there. You know what I mean? I do. Um, I always <laughs> want to do that. <laughs> um, I forgot what I was going to say. Oh, but uh, yeah, because Blood and Guts, apparently, and this is kind of odd because this was Khan's uh, comments that we're going to get Matt Hardy and Jericho face to face, and he says, for the first time ever. Um, <laughs> what? Really? Uh, really? What? Like, seriously? First time ever in an AEW ring. But I was like, whatever. Um, but we're, yeah, we're going to get, we're going to Jericho and, and Matt Hardy. Um, man, Jericho sold that shit like he was a scared little bitch when Matt Hardy popped up. I don't know why, but he did. Yeah, he's just chicken shit heel Jericho. Jericho's I loved his little comment like I'm banning all AEW fans <laughs> for the hilarious. foreseeable future even when this shit is over with like you still can't come I don't need a bunch of you shitheads in here chanting for Cody and the elite like he's so funny um <laughs> you made me lose my train of thought thinking about that because that made me laugh so hard when he said that shit how do you feel about Wrestlemania being two days I don't mind it 
Now, if it's a live event, I don't want it to be a live event for two days. Fuck that. So say next year in Los Angeles, WrestleMania is two days again. So <clears throat> that's a little different because it's it's home, so that makes it easy. But if I have to travel to go to an event that's two nights in a row, uh, that's hard. But here it's like, oh, I'm just going just going to go to an event two days in a row. Like we do that for I do that for playoffs, you know, baseball and everything like that. You literally go to baseball games two days in a row if you have to um, every other day. Um, so it's not too bad. But the money yeah. bags over here. Like some of us can't afford two WrestleMania tickets for two nights in a row. I feel like I don't. I do. I don't feel. I feel like it'd be. Well, shit. They might do it next year just to make up the losses for this year. <laughs> yeah, and you, if you think tickets are going to be half price for you to be able to afford Saturday and Sunday night, I got news for you, buddy. So what you're saying is sky sky high one night, fucking ringside the next night to balance out. And then here's the other thing, like, how do you know which night your favorite wrestler is going to be performing on? Yeah, I mean, what it comes down to, it comes down to Wrestle Kingdom. You know what I mean? Like, this year we had Wrestle Kingdom, and say you're a Tanahashi fan, you didn't get Tanahashi until night number two. But then some people, you saw both nights, you know what I mean? And, and then even with this year, like, night one, you had the IC Championship, and then you had the Heavyweight Championship, and then night two was the winner versus winner for the titles for, for, for it all. So it's like, do you go and watch multiple matches or do you go watch the main title match? You know what I mean? Because, like, <clears throat> say you get, you're like, oh, I am a, say you're a, a, uh, a JY and a, you know, a Bushi fan. Well, the night two, you don't get either one of them. You know what I mean? You get, you get Naito and Okada. Well, now. You're like, oh, I want to see my favorite wrestler win the champion, win both titles. So I'm going to buy night two. Cool. Well, guess what? Neither one of them are in the title match now. You know what I mean? So that does suck. That's that's kind of. Yeah, yeah and that's the problem. We'll use a real life example. We'll use me. All right. Becky and Roman are my two favorite wrestlers. You could throw Sasha in there, too. But just for sake, let's do two two wrestlers, Becky and Roman. All right. I'm like, well, obviously, Becky's the biggest thing going in wrestling right now. Roman's the big dog. Like, gets pushed down everybody's throat, quote, unquote. I'm doing air quotes in my pockets. Clearly, they're going to be on Sunday, right? They're the main event to the main event. They'll both be on Sunday. So I get two expensive-ass tickets for Sunday. And then when the match card's announced the day before, Becky and Roman are both on Saturday. Now, I'm traveling all the way to L.A., to not see the two favorite wrestlers that I came that I don't know. I just no. You're coming to see come see your friend. Come man, on, man. fuck you. I see you every oh, week. Shit, son of a bitch. <laughs> oh, actually, you know what? I take that back. You're right. My friend Brent does live in LA now. <laughs> he lives in Pasadena, right outside LA. Uh, his yeah. his job shut down now because you know he plays poker for a living, so all the casinos out there are closed down. He was yep. supposed to be in the World Series of Poker this year, and that's completely done with. Which yeah, is going to be, yeah, which is going to be cool because I, you know, this is not wrestling talk, but I paid some of his stake to get in. So if he would have won, I would have got a certain percentage out of it. And had he made it to the final table, he was going to like fly me in, be in his little cheering section and shit. So that would have been cool. Not that he would have made it that far because when I was younger, that was one of my dreams and goals was to make it to. Uh, the main event, oh, even the World it was series it, of poker, or wrestling? yeah, WSOP. Like if it was a, a ten thousand dollar buy in, it's like I fucking want to do it. Like I, I played, we used to play poker like five times a week. I still play poker. I love it. 
but back then I used to win tournaments all the time and I used to be part of like the World Poker Tour like circuit events mm-hmm. and basically there's an event like you have events all week long or, or every week and stuff like that and you win points and at the end of the year like the you know when you win in certain amount of points or so many or lead the, the way then you basically get your ticket or your your you know ticket punched into the main event uh, so I used to do that and I used to win a lot of events for the circuit events and get my work my WPT points added up uh, but I always wanted to join get in the World Series of Poker tournament and then it just got fucking big and blew up and then there's like shit ton of people there and all these fucking rookies who aren't even technically amateurs are playing and just shitty ass play and they get fucking all these pros get knocked off and I'm like yeah I don't want to do that shit I hate going to the casino and you sit at a poker table and all these bullshit ass players are there they fuck up everything that's me I'm I'm the bullshit player at the casino that doesn't like I know how to play poker but I like Brent studies this shit and he's got all these like I'll be seeing him on social media and he'll, he'll have all these anagrams about what the hand was and what this was and i hate when the river overflows through the water aquarium and all kind of other shit he talks about and i'm like i have no river clue what vision, that means. son of a bitch <laughs> i have no clue what that means all i know is i fold that's it like i'm folding <laughs> um but yeah he he studies that shit and like that's his life now he moved to he moved from here to biloxi years ago ended up going broke and came back home got a job at like ups headquarters quit that once he got enough money saved up and moved to maryland he was kicking ass out there and decided he was going to move to la so he could play bigger tournaments and move closer to vegas without living in vegas so i mean like he's doing it for real and i just i don't have the patience to go every day and go play poker like that would be redundant as hell to me yeah, I mean, we used to go, we used to have a house event, like, twice a week. We used to play at school. Um, we used to go to the casino once a week. Because um, out here, we have casinos all over the place. And so it was nice. I and mean, you can always go play, we always go play tournaments there. And then we'd go out, you know, Vegas every other week or so and go play out there. Because, you know, where I grew up, we were only, like, two hours away from Vegas. So it wasn't too bad either. But, no, we used to play poker all the damn time. I'm going to start watching. What are you what are you doing for quarantine when you're not at work? Are you getting caught up on any kind of TV shows or anything? Um, not really cuz a lot of my show I've been like contemplating what if I'm going to get like start watching other shows. Uh I put on some things here and there, but I'm much watching movies. Um I I go through marathons of, of like my favorite movies and like series and I'll watch the entire series of a movie. Uh I just started playing games again or this last couple of days. I've been putting it on the Xbox and actually playing games on it crazy thought you have a game system might as well play games on it right um <clears throat> but now that's a that's about it I haven't really done anything different yet but then again i really haven't been like in quarantine quarantine yet um i just have my regular days off well i'm in search for exercise bike but they're all expensive as hell ever since that fucking peloton hit everybody else has raised the price on theirs and i'm not trying to pay fucking seven eight hundred dollars for an exercise bike but i'm trying to get one because one i don't know how long this is gonna last two i've been doing nothing but eating and drinking since i've been at home and three i need to exercise so <laughs> yeah i don't eat i eat less now than i did before um because i i don't really don't like i love to cook but i really don't cook because my hours by the time i get home it's too late to cook usually um 
and then on my days off, I really don't feel like cooking. So, and right, and like, so I like go eat, go out to eat a lot. But now I'm like, I don't want to go anywhere where somebody else is touching my food or preparing exactly. my food for me. Exactly. So I just eat. So I like, I went grocery shopping and filled up my shit. But like, I think I've made dinner like once in the last two weeks. Um, but I, and so I just, and I'm not one to sit there and snacks all day either. So oh, shit, like, I am. Yeah, I'm if there's not. Doritos in this motherfucker, I'm eating Doritos. <laughs> so, and I got kids, so we got nothing but fucking snacks. Like, yeah. I've been trying to do my intermittent fasting, low-carb thing the last couple of days, but I'm still drinking alcohol, so. Yeah, like yeah. yesterday, I don't think, I didn't eat anything yesterday. That's why when I told you I was home, I was like, fuck, I, I, I didn't text you back right away because I, all I had that yesterday was like a pot of coffee, like literally 12 cups of coffee. And by the time I'm like, fuck, I need to eat something. Russ, if I'm going to start drinking, I'm going to fucking be dead in, like, an hour. So, like, I got a bunch of, like, like canned shit. And I'm like, well, I'll just fucking make this real quick. So I, like, warmed up some, like, fucking raviolis. And ate that shit real quick. And I'm like, yeah, this will be good. I'll be good right now. And then, I, and then I just, you know, had half a bottle of whiskey. And it was set. I was good to go. Yeah, you had a lot of whiskey last night. Like, a lot of whiskey. It wasn't that much. <laughs> I, I, I had, like, three pours. And you drink it straight, which I don't understand. I just don't. I don't like the taste of alcohol by itself. Unless you're not drinking, because that's because the whiskeys you're drinking need to be mixed. But then again, you're drinking Maker's Mark. I drink Maker's Mark straight. That's one of my straight ones. Like all the other ones, I can't drink straight. Crown, uh, JD, anything like that. Maker's, I can, especially like Maker's Forty Six. I fucking love Maker's Forty Six straight. Uh, but like, I drink a bunch of like I drink different whiskeys. Um, you know, Buffalo Trace, Knob Creek, Burb, uh, Breckenridge Bourbon, their entire lineup, um, Pendleton. I drink a bunch of these different whiskeys where you don't need, where if you're mixing it, you're ruining it. Well, I, I don't like the taste of it. I don't care what you're telling me. I'm not going to. Well, I didn't like the I taste of JD. Like you know what? I, I hate, I remember my, the first bottle of whiskey I ever bought myself when I was a kid. Not a kid, when I was younger. <laughs> When you were a kid, go ahead. Your parents are listening. Go on and tell them the truth. It was Jameson. I bought a bottle of Jameson when I was young. (laughs) And I remember the first time I drank that shit. I drank it straight. And I'm like, fuck, this is disgusting. Yeah. But as I got older, my my palate has changed. I fucking love Jamo. And I will drink that shit straight all day long. I don't. I do mix it. Like, I don't drink pop. But uh, I don't don't consider ginger ale pop. Um even though it probably is, but I think it's more like there's a no probably kind of it is, it yeah. is it absolutely anyways, is a soda pop. That's the only one. That's the only one I do drink, and I mix. Cause I'll drink Jameson and ginger ale, um, but like I don't drink Coke or nothing like that. So that's like the one vice I have is like if the only one thing. I, oh, and the only time I mix whiskey is when I'm drinking like my honey tea, honey jack, uh, and sweet tea, or Jameson and ginger ale. But other than that, give me a glass, pour it down. No ice, good to go. I feel like the next episode we should make a list of quarantine things like whiskeys, movies, TV shows, wrestling matches. We got to put wrestling in there. We probably should have did that this week and not talked about it while we record. But you know, whatever. It is what it is. You know, we can do that. What I want to do is we got all this fucking free time. Everybody does. We need to have a massive show before WrestleMania. I don't even care if it's WrestleMania week. I'm talking either boot to debate four or just a massive round robin with a bunch of people. Um, send the invite out. I'm going to post that shit 
anybody wants in, we'll pick some people, and we'll fucking just have like a massive show. That's what I want to do. I'm off Y'all... by seven o'clock. I'm off by seven o'clock throughout the week now. Yeah, but that's seven o'clock West Coast time. That's ten o'clock East Coast. Yeah, some of us are asleep by then. Okay, you well, fuck, man. You ain't got nothing else to do in the morning. What are you worried about sleep for? I gotta get up early and do DDP yoga. If I don't All do right, it first you. thing in the morning, I'm not gonna do it, and I have to. I have to exercise. Spe- speaking of DDP yoga, shout out to uh, Brian who listens to our show. I put something out about wanting to try out DDP yoga, and he kind of hooked me up to give me a little trial using his login stuff. You know what? I, I, like I looked into I that. I was going to do that. I like uh, a while back. I was pulling it up, and, just, and it's, it, even to like get it and to go that route. I fucking hate seeing you in that sweater too. By the way, it fucking pisses me off. You don't uh, like my WrestleMania sweater? I fucking love it. I was going to say I didn't steal your damn sweater. Don't get mad at me. And now I can't get a replacement either. Can we talk about that shit? Fucking, <laughs> I wasn't there. <laughs> the WrestleMania sweatshirt they're going to have this year on the back is going to say, I wasn't there. I can't believe they're selling that shirt. I, that I think it's funny. Off. I it's think funny, it's hilarious. But it's fucking infuriating also. Yeah, but it's annoying also. I think they should give it, they should make 70,000 of them for free for the people that bought tickets. Did you see my post? It's exactly what I said. No, I'm sorry. I, I didn't see it, but I think you they did, should. Cause you did, because you fucking liked that shit. I saw you. Did I? I'm pretty sure you did. You can't just go around saying that I do stuff that I don't do. <laughs> hey, people man, gonna... just give, give me credit. Don't be like other people out there. Give me fucking credit. All right, all right. I stole that idea. <laughs> I mean, I really don't remember, but I probably did steal it. So, yeah, I stole it from you. Oh, you I... did. You want to know what? Hold on, you did. Because that wasn't on Twitter. That was on fucking our Facebook group. And I literally commented the exact same time on that post. Oh, so if I commented at the same time, then I didn't steal it. No, no, no. We made two comments. They were different comments. But we both commented on that post at the same time. But they were different comments. And you fucking did like my shit. So don't oh, fucking right. you did steal that shit from me. My bad. I was probably drunk. Probably. I mean, I, I hope not. It was like 3 o'clock in the... Or like 2... Actually, it probably was afternoon. So, okay, you're fair enough. Yeah, I was, it's there is no time. Time does not matter during quarantine. What I said, I saw a meme that said on quarantine, nine o'clock is okay, or nine o'clock is any time, or yeah. drinking time is any time because you're quarantined. If you're awake, <laughs> it's yeah. fine. Because I mean, what else are you gonna do? Like, as long as if you got kids, you don't get like shit face where you can't yeah, take care of your you kids. You fucking but... laughed at that comment, and then you responded back to it, whether or not I want my ticket. Oh, yeah, I do remember that conversation. Yeah, I was drunk. Okay. <laughs> it doesn't count. <laughs> <laughs> because then I went in and took like a little video PSA. of the ticket to see. PSA, y'all. You can still sh- comments. You can still thoughts. You can still anything you want. As long as you're drunk, you're okay. Well, then I'm, I'm cool to still like all day then because... <laughs> I'm about to go have a drink right now as soon as we get done with this recording. I got a two-liter thing of Maker's Mark, and it's like almost halfway gone, so I kind of need to slow down. I got to get ready to go to work. I'm about to go work on this whiskey. This is episode 79. We'll be coming at you again in about a week's time. Hopefully before that, we'll maybe another special like we did this weekend because the watch-along was fun. If you enjoyed it, reach out, let us know. Like Marty said, 
get on, give us a rating. It doesn't have to be five star. Give us an honest rating. I'd rather have that than just have all fives of people, you know, kissing my ass and whatnot. If you think the show sucks, hey, write it on there. Hey, this show ain't shit. And maybe we'll adjust. Maybe we'll come seek you out and give you, put you in the cracker wreck. Who knows? <laughs> we, Jay and Silent Bob style. Who knows how we'll handle your reaction? But yeah, if you if you're on Google or iTunes, get on, give us a rating, give us a follow, subscribe, the whole nine. We enjoy it. Hopefully, you do too. Uh, Marty, you got anything you want to say before we get out of here? You know, I, we don't do it very often. <clears throat> we mention things throughout the shows here and there. But I know people do it for us and say it all the time. So I just want to give some shout-outs out there, some shows that I listen to. Um, Talkamania, the boys up there up north, we listen to them all the time. Irish Web Podcast, um, <clears throat> Yeti and, and JP, we got Doing the Favor. Um, I know RJ's out there doing shows as well. Um, you know, there's just different shows that I listen to. And I know you listen to a lot of different shows as, as well. Um, but right now, in this time when we're all kind of have a lot of free time, and we're kind of stuck at home. Uh, you can only watch TV so much. You can only, you know, do so much at home. So a lot of that time does take up or get taken up by listening to other audio podcasts and stuff that we're doing out there. So y'all still putting out episodes. We're still listening. I appreciate what you guys do. Thanks for giving us content to listen to. And uh, I know you guys tune in and listen to us as well. So we do appreciate it. We may rib around a little bit and give some shit. But at the end of the day, um, we're, we're all part of the same network. So we do appreciate what you guys do out there. Um, also, we did a giveaway. I don't know if you knew about this or not, Marty. I completely I forgot did, about it. I, so I I'm going gonna, gonna to announce the winner right now. And if you didn't win, don't get on and tell the person that did win. They have to listen to this episode. They have until this episode comes out on Tuesday. So they have until Friday to hit us up and claim their prize. Or else next week we'll just announce another winner. And we'll keep doing it until somebody claims their prize. So the winner of the Hurricane Chase figure is Big Jimbo 316 on the gram. Big Jimbo 316. He commented on the post. He followed us and he is the winner of the Hurricane Chase. So let us know what address to send it to and we will get that out to you as soon as humanly possible. This has been episode 79 for Marty Vasquez. I'm Chris Rucker. Boot to the Face Wrestling Podcast. Peace. Later.